This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. All right, we just released an episode the other day, our delayed recap of the hometowns, but now we're here to eat our words about Xavier and how great he is. Turns out Charity knew what she was talking about when she said, something about Xavier reminds me of my ex. And we were like, that's dumb, Charity. you don't know what you're talking about. What an idiot. Xavier's great. As a viewer who watches what they show me. Okay, well, I will say, I still stand by our point that like charity wasn't very specific or clear about why like i know i was gonna i guess she just picked up on something well i was gonna ask you like was there more they didn't show us that clued her in or she just like has a really good sixth sense for that kind of thing i don't know i'm very intrigued and it looks like Things get hot next week at the Mintel Hall. Did you yes. watch that? Oh, yes, Xavier I did. Yes, off. storming away. Yeah, you dodged a bullet there, Charity. Yeah, and I mean, let's Can't be real. Can't your way out of this I one, I don't think Xavier. anybody, I didn't even think Xavier was like a dark horse. Like, if there's a dark horse, I think it's Joey. Xavier, sorry, I'm fiddling, fiddling with that mic. We always knew he was going to be number three, but I mean, I think he definitely liked <laughs> smashed his chances to be say the bachelor in the future or anything Uh, i don't even think he was going to be the bachelor you know who he kept this whole season it's been bothering me because i couldn't remember who he sounded like who tracy jordan's fake son that guy who like tries to claim that he's his kid definitely (laughs) right and we wanted to get you a seat on this rocket before it takes off yeah i'm like i know he's super smart but he talks so slow and like he just doesn't sound like he really knows even what he's saying. And I was like, ah, oh, it's that character. Well, I think at the end of the episode, I know we're just all over the place, freewheeling, loosey-goosey. We're two birds in love. The <laughs> loosest goose. <laughs> we're two free birds, as Charity was saying. Um, what I noticed mm-hmm. at the end was that it seemed to me like he was saying what he thought people wanted him to say as opposed like when he was in his limo he's like i just didn't respect her like it just felt like you're not saying what you think you're saying it never felt like we were really getting the real xavier i you know uncle joe warned us about that he said do you know the real xavier it turns out uncle joe was too focused on his own nephew (laughs) and he should have been accusing joey or uh, xavier too focused on uh, cock blocking his own nephew and not letting this random stranger uh, get away with i like how joey did not seem surprised at all by the fact that Uncle Joe had had screwed him. Oh no, he seemed to go in ready to address yeah. that issue. She was like, "Well, right your Uncle Joe said some things." He was like, "Yep, yeah. that's that's true." Well, that's- I mean, yeah, he started it out with like, "People expect one thing of me." Like he already came in addressing the Uncle Joe concerns. Maybe Uncle Joe told him. Do you think Uncle Joe told him? I doubt it. I mean. Like, I don't hey, know. I, I told Charity that you're he didn't uh, two-faced seem like liar. He knew exactly what had happened. He just didn't seem at all surprised by the fact that Joe had really screwed him right. over. Really didn't do him a <laughs> solid. <laughs> I just feel like all of these guys, 
seem to be falling apart except for Dotton. No, it really is like they were all holding it together so well. Like, certainly these three were really doing a great job. And even Aaron, who's also falling apart in this episode, even though he shouldn't even be here. Well, he had to fly all (laughs) the way to Fiji so that he could tell Charity, I love your fit. That's worth a 19-hour flight. Every woman wants to hear from the alpha male that she's romancing. Right. I love your fit. You're Um, worth trying for. I I think Joey's still doing fine. Uh, I have, as said to you before we pressed record, I don't really have that much to say, but I do have some thoughts. Oh, I have some things to say. I think, can I go ahead and say mine? Let's hear your thoughts. Because I was saying this last night and the person that was watching it with me didn't agree, but also didn't have the full scope of the series. Okay. I think it's very disrespectful to tell both of these men that you're in love with them, even if it's true. Even if it's true, I think that if you're going to uphold the standards of the... <laughs> I'm not going to say the standards the of the show. The standards of this show. I think if you truly are taking the show at its... At the basic concept of, I want to marry this person at the end of the show... The only respectful thing to do, even if you do feel like you've fallen in love with two people, three people, however many, keep it to yourself until it's down to one. Because I will tell you this. Tell me. Let's hear it. Let me say this. (laughs) And another thing. Um, There's no way that I would be able to get over knowing that the person that had proposed to me had set, told someone that they were in love with them a week before. I just wouldn't yeah. like, that would be the end of the relationship yeah, for me. No, and that's I know it. like yeah. that part of that is my personality, but I also just feel like if you really love me, you would be able to just, again, even if you feel that I'm not doubting actually that she's in mm-hmm. love with both of them. I do think that she is to, you know, in a, in the way that the show creates right, that. Right. But I just don't think that it's the right thing to do to say it out loud. This is going to shock you. I totally agree. Doesn't shock me at all. Yeah, no. So (laughs) a couple things. I agree that it's setting up those other, one other man for a bad experience. Like you said you love me and now you're dumping me. Yeah. A week later. It's the Nick Vial. Why did you make love to me? (laughs) Well, that we know. I don't think anybody's going to be mad about that. Um, But I think that it is a tough thing to do and also we have seen this in the past and it has not worked out well yeah and i think too i mean you're coming at it from the perspective of the person that doesn't get chosen and it being really hard for them of like well why did you say you love me i think it's the worst for the person that does get chosen and i know you could like just don't watch the show hell no i'm gonna watch that show you better believe i'm gonna well, watch of course the show you're gonna watch and then that we're show. gonna have yeah. some fights Oh, that's going to be a good time. Yeah, for no, it whoever, just sets you up for uh, yeah. failure. Yeah, you know? I don't understand the advantage of it. No, all. I don't either. I, I mean, think she needs to make up her mind about who she wants and then tell that person that she loves them. I feel like the person that had it right, like kind of against all odds, and even though he didn't do it, was Zach to be like, 
I'm not gonna say I love you. I'm not gonna sleep with any of these women. Like I feel like you just have to, <laughs> you yeah, have to take kept, a little bit of a neutral stance yeah. until you're ready to really say it is this person. And he kept all those vows. He did a thousand percent. He was Zach able to stay strong. <laughs> Zach shall not cross his lines. <laughs> that guy was on Jimmy Kimmel last night. Oh, was he? Yeah, it was one of the commercials we got. I didn't watch it. Okay, yeah, we. I'm sure it was hilarious. I think I'm good on Zach after a season of him yeah I kind of forgot about that guy but already. yeah I I don't know I I was saying last night like it was such a like crazy thing when Ben Higgins said I love you to two women like do you remember that oh yeah I mean they it led up huge. to it for weeks yeah. like it was this big was, bomb yeah. that went off I, and now I feel like it's the opposite where, like, it's expected that they're just going to say I love you to everybody. And I don't like it. Right. No, I was shocked when she said it out loud. <laughs> shocked I, I and all. genuinely was shocked because I didn't think that she was going to be so flippant about it. Like, she doesn't seem like the kind of person who would just go drop in I love you right. well, she didn't even, everybody. And she also didn't really acknowledge it. Like, she wasn't yeah. like, this is a big conflict, but I do feel feelings yep. of love for both these men, so I want to say it. Like, she didn't even really address it. Yes. No, I agree that that was not a good move. Mm. Um, I think what she's going to say to the final person is, I said I loved you, but I lied. This is more than love I feel inside. Said I love you, but I was wrong. Because <laughs> love could never, ever feel this strong. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I completely agree with that hot take. Um, I don't, I, and that is just a blanket rule for contestants. Yeah. Like I think that everyone should say that should be part of the final thing. Like with the engagement is like, I love you. I'm so glad I finally can say it out loud to you and only you like that would be so meaningful. Yes. But if I'm watching this back, I'm like, you just told Joey that like you uh, that he's a he's putting butterfly love in your heart or whatever she butterfly said butterfly well a love with joey feels eternal, <laughs> eternal. I, I mean yeah. I, I would be like fuck you if i was yeah. dotting at the end or vice versa yeah well and honestly it's weird because like i am very convinced it's going to be dotting still but the way she talks about joey I you're know. like what it's, it's she's in love with and this again, guy and like that is like I do think that it seems like she's in love with both of them. So sure. I don't begrudge her that. I just think that it's a mistake to say it out loud. Yeah, I think you've got to bite your tongue. You can even say, like, I'm falling for you. Mm-hmm. I am. I really care about you. I am in the process of considering falling in love with you. Things like that. We have a, <laughs> a template for I this tell entire you, thing. I tell you who she's not in love with, Xavier. Yeah, uh, so let's go ahead and talk about that this. That date, I feel like, I know obviously things got really awkward once he finally admitted that she was correct and that he was a cheater. Yeah. Um, but I felt like even from the beginning, it was it's just been very clear this whole time that Xavier was down at the bottom. To me, whatever magic they kind of like captured last week right. in that knitting room, that was all gone. That was just the power of knitting. It's the power of yarn. To sew people together Mm -hmm. i know knitting and sewing are a different thing don't at me everybody Uh, don't at me knitters (laughs) knitters are notorious yeah yeah they are they're coming at you with their needles (laughs) needles out 
Uh, yeah, so let's break down this um, night part of the date because I think this was a spectacular flame out. Are we like, not going to talk history. about the chariot? I guess or? we can talk about I the mean, chariot. Yeah, yeah. No, let's let's start yeah, at the, at the gets, beginning. Come on. It's a very good place to start. When you're learning how to read, you use ABC. Let's start at the very beginning. A very good place to start. When you're talking about The Bachelor, you start at one, two, three. You're in Fiji. <laughs> there it is. Thank you. I appreciate it. Um, Yeah. Xavier gets the first overnight. They are in Fiji. It looks pretty bomb ass. Oh, yeah. It looks pretty great. Charity is on cloud a million. <laughs> Which later she says she's on cloud nine and like that's a big downgrade. Yeah. Like now you're only yeah. on cloud nine. Like that is 991,000. <laughs> Thousand nine hundred and something clouds down below. She's I don't on even a think that math is right. When Xavier yeah. comes out and is like, "You were right." I'm on cloud negative fifty-five. Um, yeah, they do like a traditional Fijian wedding ceremony, yeah. which to me, uh, it always feels a little, little um, appropriation. A, yeah, like, like is that a, a word? Appropriation-y. Yeah. A little yeah. cringy. A little cringe. A little cringe. And it's always hard. And I'm not the person to speak on this, but it's always a, I am. a fine line of like, showing another culture right. and giving it voice your culture and appropriate and i don't know where that line is i'm not the right person for that um i just only recognize that that tension exists yes yes <laughs> um so they learn a traditional fijian dance and then they do a kava ceremony and then they have to like speak to each other from their hearts and this i feel like is where the day date really exposes yes. its awkwardness and it's just very clear that charity doesn't trust Xavier. Yeah. And also Xavier just like, come on, man, step it up. Like, so he, so the charity like says something nice to him. And then he says that she is a delicate flower that I don't want to crush when I pick up. And charity rightly as a scholar of literary studies realizes that there are a million ways to interpret this mm -hmm, phrase. Yes. Mm -hmm. She wrote four journal articles about it. She's going up for tenure based on her analysis of this, which she's right. It's like, does this mean that I want to protect you? Or does this mean I'm going to be one that hurts you? Or does this mean right. that I'm scared? Also, does why this... would you crush the, like, just pick the flower? Are you Lenny petting and a rabbit? why are you like... picking the flower? Like, just let me be. Uh, why do you have to pick me? We're really picking apart. If he brought this into a poetry <laughs> workshop, oof, you would tear oh, it No, I feel like my students would be like, I love this. So this is so deep. I am that flower. <laughs> yeah, I agree. Xavier also seems to have a hard time saying exactly what he wants to say which as someone who often has a hard time saying what he wants to say i do empathize with i there were notes of orion weber oh and yeah Xavier. oh yeah you like, could see him just fumbling like, around stepping into rakes well, like, <laughs> 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 just stepping on the open end of a rake and having it smack you in the face not being able to like exactly articulate yes. the way he felt and then just kind of shutting down yep. and charity like pushing a little and being yeah. like well what do you mean like yeah. i'm trying i'm trying to help you out here but like can you tell me exactly what you're meaning here and he's just like 
Nope. Yeah, no, that is that's straight from the Ryan playbook. Uh, yeah. So that that happens. I understand. Good luck, Laura. <laughs> It's a good time. I understand that. Um, And I think, though, that the particular way that he has trouble articulating himself sometimes is the red flag is in that awkwardness. No, I agree. And I feel like he's had so many chances Mm -hmm. to, like, let his walls down and get more comfortable. And usually when we get a figure like this on the show, eventually they get better at this. Yeah. And I almost feel like he's gotten worse as the show well, has Well, he's gotten gone more pressed about yeah. kind of things. And instead of tearing his walls down, he's knitting them up higher and higher. Yep. Yeah, that's a Let shame. Let down your walls. <laughs> <laughs> Even walls fall down. I was listening... 99 Luftballons. I was listening to a podcast about Tom Petty. Uh, yesterday, okay, and apparently the ni- the whole nineties, how it feels, yeah, that um, kind of Kermit the Frog. That was absolutely Kermit the Frog. <laughs> that album in particular was highlighted um, because that was like his daughter listened to that and was like, "Oh, my parents are getting a divorce." Which one? Wildflowers. Aww. There's like a line, and then Echoes in 1999 is his like noted divorce album. So Aww. just like you put some divorce poems Man. out into the world today, yeah, yep. Tom Petty no, I didn't made, put them out into the world. They're, Look for them in February. They're guys. coming out into the world, <laughs> but I'm saying he went through a whole creative period where it was very divorce. Uh, you got pr- to pre and post divorce next which i I had no idea i'm right there oh yeah you're but your creative output is going to be wild it's like i got a whole chat book out of birth oh yeah you could get three chat books out of how terrible i am i've got a tell it to me straight style memoir coming out about this he had jimmy legs (laughs) on the note of tom petty's song you belong among the wildflowers but when I pick you, I'm going to crush you. <laughs> is that how that goes? That's exactly how that I feel like that's goes. what Tom Petty is saying. Yeah. Like, I can't pick you because I'll crush you. Right. You belong somewhere you you were meant to be. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You Somewhere you'll feel yes, free. Yes, you'll feel free. Yes, not being crushed mm-hmm. by Xavier. This is all coming together. It's all, it all oh, connects. Um, I was going to say about Xavier, mm-hmm. I feel like he also likes to like, talking puzzle like he just i feel like he talks real cryptically sure. he's the riddler right answer me he's the sphinx well, he's a troll hiding under a bridge and a... like answer me these <laughs> questions three <laughs> he's taylor swift i'm only cryptic and machiavellian because i care except i don't think he cares i, th- I think he cares do i you? do yes i do i think that he cares i think that he cares about her let me ask you this yes yeah. How do you feel about his timeline of the big reveal? So that's, this is a great question. Yeah. It's a great question. So he chooses to, at this night date, right before the fantasy suite is supposed to incur, um, he chooses this time to tell Charity that, in fact, her instincts were correct. And he's a big fat cheater. So he cheated several times over a period of five days. What happened in that five days? Well, I mean, we, it's very clear that he said he went on a he vacation on a, with his boys. He went out with the boys. Yeah, to some vacation spot. I hear it in your voice. You're smoking with your boys. <laughs> Everything is just T-Swift now. <laughs> and Tom Petty. <laughs> T-Pet. All, right. T-Pet and T-Swift. Um, so... As far as the the timing of the revelation, this was not great timing 
but I, better than later. Better than after you. Better found. than after the fantasy suites. I guess maybe like when would the ideal time be to drop? This okay, information? so we talked about this. Okay, last night. Uh, my argument is that I think it would have been best last week at because the I, at family, the, at, yeah. yeah, like you've met the family that has all gone well. Uh-huh. But I do think it's a little bit of a shit move to be like, I'm going to take this rose that gets me to the fantasy suites, mainly because I want to go to Fiji. Like, I just think, I know that that's not what he did, Mm -hmm. but it feels that way a little bit. And honestly, like, I do kind of feel like last week, Xavier and Aaron were probably in Charity's mind, neck and neck. Mm -hmm. And so... I think that if he had told her last week, it probably would have given Aaron a chance to come to and go to Fiji. Try. Well, he yeah. got to go to Fiji anyway. He did. So everybody I mean, won. He did. But it just like, especially knowing her history, which mm-hmm. they all do, knowing yeah. what a big deal it is. I think it seems shitty to take that rose that gets you to the fantasy suite round and then drop that bomb. Because that also means, although to be fair, I do feel like Charity gave him a chance to like redeem himself. Like she was like, I want to talk about it. I feel like I owe it to him and to us to like give him a chance to explain himself. It wasn't just like a slammed door. It wasn't a slam. I mean, he he slammed the door. Yeah, like she gave him a chance to redeem himself and he didn't do it. I guess so to offer a partial defense. Okay. We have seen many times on this show contestants who have this kind of history who never articulate it. Yeah, yeah. Until and you're so, until you're at the after the right rose. until someone on your socials like yeah. popped up and like exposed it. So yeah. to be fair, I mean, and and again, before the fantasy suite is better than after. I don't think this was the worst possible time. It wasn't a great idea on his part, um, but I, it, he needed to do it. Last week might have been better, but there's not a great time to do it. So I guess part of my thing is... I feel like last week would have been more respectful for Charity and for the other men that are still on the show. Yeah. I mean, I think that it is, again, partial credit for doing it. Mm-hmm. Um and there's never a great time to do it, but last week probably would have been better. I do concur with that. Yeah. Counter argument to okay. my own argument. Okay, let's hear you. Anna versus Anna in a Lincoln Douglas style <laughs> yeah. debate. I do understand like hometown dates are supposed to be about family. He had a really great hometown date. I could imagine that he probably thought, and rightfully so, that this was going to be like a lengthy in-depth discussion and so i could see him being like this will give us the time and space that we need to really like dive in anna do you have a counterpoint to that uh no okay because i i do think you're right it's like what was the option on the hometown date is like as you're walking her to the car like oh by the way i cheated you were right about that vibe you've been picking up on (laughs) so i don't know when the right time to do this was but let's talk about the conversation itself yeah I mean, I I felt like he approached it sincerely. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I you know, I want to be honest about it. Um, sounds like you really lived it up on this boys oh, trip. Oh, had a great time. <laughs> what I didn't like was, and I think this was kind of what Charity got stuck on too, A, I don't know that he seemed that sorry. Like, he was kind of like... I wanted her to be things that she didn't want to be, and that's why it happened. I wanted her to be things that she wasn't like this other woman and on vacation. Yeah. Um, and B, I definitely didn't feel comfortable. Like, I did not think that he seemed 
that convinced that he was not going to do it again. Correct. <laughs> so I agree with both of those things. And that's what I mean about him saying what he seems like he thinks he needs to say instead of what he actually is thinking sometimes in terms of the like like he doesn't seem like he's all that and even when she was like well what kind of work have you done he's like oh i've been more introspective well i'll give a i'll give a counterpoint to that though okay i think there were times when he was doing that but overall i actually felt like he was being honest about it and that was what kind of did him in because he wasn't just selling her a bunch of bullshit on like I felt terrible. I know, like, I know that I will never do it again. Right. Mm-hmm. Like, he, you, you know what to say, yeah. and he probably knew what to say. And instead, he was like, you know, I just don't know. <laughs> and I, I did really appreciate that. Again, it was, it, it wasn't a good move in terms of staying with Charity, but it was honest, and that's what both he and Charity needed. He, he really messed up when he was like, I'm going to need to see more after tonight. Yeah, like, what are you talking yeah. about? That was where things You're really gonna went off the rails. You're going to make demands of yes. Charity? Listen, I know I just dropped this giant bombshell, but I'm going to need you to step it up. I will also say I'd be willing to bet. I mean, think about how convinced Gabby was by the end of last season that she just knew that Zach was picking Katie, and he was. Like, I'm willing to bet that they Xavier knows it's not him you know and so I feel like in some ways he's probably like what does it matter like you're not choosing me you're choosing Dotton maybe Joey but like nobody's putting their I'm Ross Perot in this race (laughs) timely reference yeah thanks do you do you think that they know though I do think that they I've read multiple interviews with contestants where they're like they edit it to make it look more competitive, but sure. you usually, and think about like the contestants say that all the time. They're like, you can see these connections that are building with just one or two people. Well, but what happens again, I think you're right, I, but they kind of separate them out after a while. So like, it's yeah. harder to see that. Stuff yeah, no, that's with, true. Like, the, I mean, the they're not like going three. on group yeah. dates anymore, but you know, even, I mean, it was only two weeks ago that, like, Xavier knows that she picked Dotton to go on that New Orleans sure, date instead sure. of Aaron, yeah. who's from there. Right. And uh, always runs the Crescent City Classic. <laughs> what if they would have run the Crescent City Classic and Aaron would have been running it, too? <laughs> He's like, I knew we were going to be down here, and I love this race. I, I'm always running this race. <laughs> yeah. Or if he was, like, handing out waters, handing uh, out gumbo at the end of the line. Yeah. <laughs> But I don't, I mean, I think there were things that Xavier did correctly and there were things he just did really, really incorrectly. As a counterpoint, I thought Charity handled this very well. Oh, yeah, me too. Overall. I love it when she's like, this is 2023 Charity and I'm not here for this. Yeah, right. I'm just going to be <laughs> selfish. I will add this may be a slightly unpopular thing to say. I think Charity handled this 100% correctly for a relationship. It's a little bit weird when she's going to go bone two other dudes two nights following this. Yeah. But it's it, it just makes it a little bit weirder than it normally would be. But I still think she handled this well and that she made the right choice. Yeah, I honestly felt like she really controlled her temper. Because yeah. I would have been like, I A, I fucking knew it. I yeah. called it. Yeah. 
I would have been too busy gloating about being right about him. I wouldn't have been able to. I would have just been so happy that I was correct. You would have been hot dogging about yeah. being right. Oh, yeah. I'd be hot dogging. Oh, you would have hot dogged all right. And then again, like, I feel like she actually really did give him a chance to, you know, um, redeem himself. Yeah. And he just doesn't. Yeah, no, a very good. In fact, I remembered I had seen a tweet from one of the Bachelor people that was like, you like charity now. There's a moment two weeks from now that you're going to love. And, like, I'm sure he was talking about this. Yeah. And, I, yeah, I was like, this is, like, a textbook. Like, I feel like this is what future Bachelorette should watch. Yeah. About, yeah. like, how to handle a situation. No, I mean, again, unless something drastically changes in the next, like, two weeks, I feel like Charity has been one of the best Bachelorettes in the history of the show. I agree. I think... Mount Rushmore of Bachelorettes, Charity's oh, on it. Oh, where we got Charity's on it? Who else is on there? <sighs> I mean, let's see. What's the what was the first? Well, you got to put Trista on. I there. was going to say, yeah, yeah, it's got to be Trista, our forefather, <laughs> <laughs> our founding mother. Uh, I feel like Caitlin Bristow might be on there. Yeah, she boned Nick Vial. Yeah, like not even in the. She's not even waiting for the fantasy suites to bang. That's pretty. That pretty is iconic. an independent woman. Yeah, yeah. No, that's pretty good. I mean, you could make a case for Rachel. Sure. Um, sure. You could. Let's see. I'm trying. I mean, there are certainly some people. Oh, who, yeah. Speaking of Rachel's, can we talk about Gabby's big news? Oh yes, we have to. Yeah, yeah. Congrats, in a relationship Gabby. with a woman yeah. that's not Rachel. <laughs> that wah, was the wah. only thing that made me sad about it. <laughs> and she kind of looks like Rachel. Like oh really? I didn't. There think were so like at a all. little bit. There were Rachel vibes. Maybe it was just the the raw sexual you, energy. Right. Uh, we called that though. Oh yeah, no, and hey, good for her. Yeah, like, yeah, sure. Yeah, as uh, I'll give Laura credit for this. She was like, "Of course, that's what's going to happen after you date twenty five men for <laughs> three it's months." True. Yeah, you pick a guy with a mullet. That's yep. where you're going. Yeah, that's the next stop. Is like never. I'm off a of minute. Entirely. Yeah, <laughs> taking a break. <laughs> Um, okay. So, I mean, Xavier leaves. Basically, she yes. finally is like, get out of here. Yeah, Xavier takes a gun out of a holster and points it at his foot and shoots himself. <laughs> I mean, metaphorically, basically. Yeah. yep. Um, she says, I wish I could open this envelope, but it's not happening. Yeah. I'm not willing to settle. Yeah, great. Let's go. Come on. That was also great, too. Yeah. Oh, and I loved her line, this isn't build a man workshop. Oh, I love that, that too. That's a great line. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Fabulous. Good work, Charity. Yeah, you earned that Mount Rushmore yeah, spot. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so uh, we're getting to Joey now. I'll also give Charity okay. credit too because I like it that like once he's gone, she's like on to the next. Well, yes, but that... She doesn't like allow it to ruin her time in Fiji or her time with Joey, you know? It doesn't at all. And to the point where I don't know how you would do that. Like, I feel like whenever we would have a fight, like it would like knock me down for like a week. Yeah. You know? But then I would be like, what are, what's happening? And you're like, I'm still thinking about that fight. And I'm like, I don't even know that we had right. a fight. No, you wouldn't even You're like, I was like that fight we had yesterday. And you're like, like, what are you talking yeah, about? Yeah, We had like a discussion. We yeah. like had a conversation. A tense discussion. But what I'm saying you is. You raised your voice at me. What I'm saying is it's good on her for like not everyone has that skill yeah um i will what my laptop is freezing oh no your notes oh my precious notes all right you're just gonna wing this whole thing i'll reboot it yeah uh i will say she should have exercised that same decision making with aaron and she probably does you know they put it on the cliffhanger but like yeah i already caught you buddy 
I are. I just told Joey and Dalton that I'm in love with both of them. Like, I don't need you here. Well, again, I think what's unfortunate about the Aaron situation is like, if for some strange reason she had had to cut Joey, or like if she had thought more about the Uncle Joe stuff and let that get the better uh-huh. of her. Like, I feel like there are times when... There are a few times. It doesn't happen a lot, but where it makes a little more sense for there to be a re-return. Right. But for Aaron, this isn't a re-return situation. Like it was never gonna be you. Right. And like bless it that he doesn't know that. Or the producers paid him money to go to Fiji. I guess. Can we talk about the weirdest moment, which is just that he's like wandering around the resort and like asking the actual receptionist if Charity's there. I loved that they were like, "We can't tell you that." Like, what are you? What are you doing? And then there was that shot of her like lounging and him like That's walking. That's dumb though. Which like, you know that they set that up. They're like, all right, course. charity. Like, all right, Aaron, you walk by. Yeah, yeah. like walk by three times so yep. we can be sure to get you in the background. I feel like it was like a Tom and Jerry thing where they're like sticking their heads out of opposite doors <laughs> yes. like moments apart. But yeah. to get to my earlier point. Yes. Um, I mean, she was never on the fence about Dalton. Like, if you cut somebody, there's probably a reason you cut them. Yeah, and no, I agree with that. If you get cut, there's probably a reason that you got cut. And I think um, <laughs> you've been cut. <laughs> um, I think that she likes Aaron a lot. It's kind of like we talked about last week. If they were just out dating in the real mm-hmm. world, I don't think she would like go out on one date with him and be like, this isn't my yep. guy. But as it stands, he's just not in the same place as the, certainly as Joey and Dot. Right. So it's just this kind of awkward, but but then it, I do understand that she's in an awkward position because what do you, he came all the way to Fiji. Yeah, but she didn't ask him to do that. Go home. Well. Go home, Aaron. Like, Aww. sorry, buddy. No, you, you flew all the way. I sent you home. I told you <laughs> that you were done. And then that is not an invitation to fly halfway around the world. Well, he was like, to I was chase still, after. I was still thinking about some stuff. Well, too bad you didn't think about that at home. <laughs> nah, I've been, freak- yeah. I've been freaking. <laughs> no, that's it's not a sweet gesture. It's weird He's and creepy. He's uh, John Cicada. I've been thinking about you. Is that Dude, John Cicada? I don't think so. I think yeah. it is. Oh, been thinking about you. Know <laughs> that. All. I've been thinking about you. Do, 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 do. I've been thinking about you. That's definitely John Cicada. That's John Cicada? I don't know that that's John Cicada. Mm. If your computer wasn't Bet frozen. Uh, no, well, you know what? It's rebooting okay, right now. Let's what do you think the up. name of it is? Been thinking about you? Probably, yeah. <laughs> been thinking parentheses about you, probably. <laughs> about you. <laughs> Maybe I thought that was a little earlier than John Sakata. I don't know. You don't have a single guess. You just know that it's not John Sakata. Again, the burden of proof is on you here. You're the one that posited it's John Sakata. Who is it? This is the moment of truth. (laughs) London Beat. Wait, maybe this is a different... This doesn't look like the song I'm thinking of. Uh, No, I think that is. I think that's the song you've been thinking about. Do, 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 do. Hang on. I got to get the volume up. Well, this is Crosby, Stills, Nash, and Young. Oh. Yes, this is the song. This is what you were thinking of, right? <sighs> this is what you were thinking about. Are we recording? Yeah, we're recording this right now. This is like a more... No, this is the song you can make all the excuses you want. London yeah. Beat. London Beat. Yeah, this is not John Cicada. I love my London boy. <laughs> love my London Beat. 
Um, yeah, all right. Yeah, I mean, that, yeah, that was this not... This song, I thought... How long ago did this come out? This is like a late 80s song. Right? Yeah. John Cicada's early 90s. That's one of the reasons that you're... I knew you were wrong. I feel like there is a John Cicada song that's like, I'm thinking about well, you. sure, yeah. <laughs> if you go, say goodbye. All right, fine. It's there not John Cicada. missing in my life. I'm Googling John Cicada. John Cicada's one of the first CDs I ever bought. Really? Yeah. My first cassette tape was uh <laughs> what's that group that phil collins was in genesis i can't dance yeah, yeah. it was a single cassette yeah it was a single i can't song. dance yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. my first single was uh ain't nothing but a g thing whoa yeah i'm shocked that lynn and patty oh i know well, what happened was someone gave it to me for my birthday so it like slipped through yes, the cracks i won the genesis tape at a slumber party yeah yeah by knowing the most 90210 trivia. Look at you. Yep. It really paid for itself it all that it time. Did. Yeah, yeah, spent on 90210. Yep. All right. So we've established that Aaron should not have come back and we're in total agreement about that. No, I think it's fine. I, I think it was a waste of everyone's time. He got to time. go to Fiji. He got to go to Fiji. <laughs> but for how long? And it appears that she lets him stay, too. Like, she's like, yeah, get in here. Yeah, come on. Come on back in here, you get big in here, galug. You, kn- you knucklehead. You basic bitch. You chowderheads. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So we've covered that out of order. Let's hit Joey's date. Uh, I have a couple really important things to say about Joey's date. Okay. Uh, one, they make him wait in the middle of nowhere while some wild pigs. Yeah, run I have by. in my notes. Are those pigs? I. That's what I believed they were. It's too bad he didn't have his AK fifty-seven <laughs> on him. That's it exactly what those guns are built for. AK forty-seven. That's what one 47. of our uh, one of our parent acquaintances said that uh, that's why everybody needs an AK forty-seven. Why we can't in work on gun control? Right. It's just there's too many pigs. There's so many wild pigs out there. Yep. Yeah. Oh, now the NRA is going to get mad about our podcast. Don't at me, Trumpers. <laughs> um, the other thing is that uh, Charity very clearly calls this vehicle an ATV. Very clearly. I have in my notes. On multiple occasions. Is this a dune buggy? Is it not an ATV? Yeah, I'm saying. Okay. We, we actually went through this in the episode that we went back and listened to. It was one of the only pleasant parts of that episode was that we can only refer to these vehicles by what the lead refers to them as. Yes. She said ATV. That's what we're going to call it. Okay. Sure. Yeah. Sure. I'm I gonna... just, people always get It doesn't get matter upset. anyway because it's broken. <laughs> it's not even working. So did it get stuck or was it broken? I think it was broken because okay. Joey also couldn't get it to kick in. And, and I mean, if the man yeah, can't get I mean, I he know. put his penis in there and it didn't start it up. <laughs> yeah. He rubbed his nutsack <laughs> on the gear And it didn't shift. start. Yeah. Yeah. And I, you know, I do like Joey. Like, I think he's just genuinely sweet. Like, he's like, I don't mind. We get to go on this cool hike. And he said, anywhere I'm holding your hand, I'm not complaining. Yeah, that was nice. I don't know if Joey has lead bachelor energy. LBE. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. He might not have uh, BDE bachelor dominant energy. He's just too yeah. nice. Like I feel like the He's women would going. fight, and he would be like, "Whoa, whoa, guys! Let's let's, let's just all, work on some volleys. Why don't we all sleep with me, guys? Isn't <laughs> yeah. that a solution? Huh? We can just take turns. I do think like he and Charity both seem to share personal uh, personality traits. Uh-huh. Like they both seem to be people pleasers. 
Um, so it seemed like a lot of what he was saying also resonated with sure. her. Yeah. He, that's the, that's the damnedest thing about this show. Like there's nothing wrong with Joey, you know, he's great. Well, but is there something wrong with Joey that we just don't know? <laughs> Uncle Joe is in love with him. <laughs> <laughs> I will ask you. So she raises this issue about Uncle Joe's comments and they talk about it. It doesn't, she seems totally satisfied and says that she got all the clarification she needed I don't know what clarification was offered other than sort of like, yep, that is kind of my thing is being uh, kind of different than what people think. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it was a, it was a kind of a complicated answer. It was more complicated than it appeared on the surface because I feel like one of the things that Joe was calling him out on was him being uncomfortable on that tennis date. Uh And he says, like, yeah, I was. Which was funny to me because Charity was like, I'm loving this date. Like, I get to see Joey in his element. And he was like, I was really unhappy that Joe showed up. Like, um, And he kind of said that the reason why he was not having the best time on that date when Joe shows up is just like that it put him under too much pressure to Mm -hmm. look like everything was great. And I do get that. Well, and he knew that Joe was going to just throw him under the bus too. Well, clearly. I mean, Uncle Joe's just a dick. (laughs) Um, But then he said, so I felt like his second part of the answer was more interesting, but this might be kind of what you're speaking to. It really didn't address what Charity was asking. It didn't seem to resolve anything, almost to the point where it's like, do I need to rewind this? Like, did I miss right. something? That, like, right. some clarity that he offered Because he basically, he says, like, sometimes, like, I know that I give off good vibes and everybody likes me. But that people fall in love with the idea of who he is versus who he actually is. And that sometimes he can get in a funk and then the person he's with doesn't really know how to handle yeah. it. Which all is interesting and for his but age, it, insightful right. about but his But it's not really what Charity no. asked. It's not mm-hmm. what Joe was talking about. Like, right. I, I don't know. Was Did Joe like... Is Joey normally really moody? And so then when he wasn't in a bad mood, like... <laughs> Uncle Joe was like, why is he so happy right why now? Why isn't he in a funk? Yeah. <laughs> you need to deal with him in a funk. Get upset. That's why he came, to make Joey upset, to put him in a funk so Charity could see it. Joey's getting upset. <laughs> George is getting upset. Yeah, so, I mean, again, it seemed like they were satisfied by the conversation, so that's fine, but... Um, I wasn't. As a yeah, viewer, yeah. I was kind of like, oh, I guess things are okay. Right. But, and obviously things were okay because they woke up very happy the next oh, morning. Oh, yeah. Joey uh, really put his wow, tennis wow, balls to good use. Wow. Uh, what I was... <laughs> shoot. I, oh, so here's what I was going to say is... I also think it speaks a little bit to like how much underlying fondness does she have for each of these people? Because like, I think that another man could have given that same vague answer and she'd be like, this isn't enough for me. Yeah. But with Joey, she's like, yeah, good. I'm good. Just because there's like an underlying, like she's in love with him. She likes him. I feel like that kind of happened with Xavier. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. She was like, she was definitely like, Given him the side eye with every answer that yes. he gave. Whereas yep. with Joey, she's like, yeah, that checks sure. out. And of course, Xavier's reveal was a much bigger thing, yeah. a more tangible thing. But I do think there is a little bit of that. <laughs> right. as like, Whereas Joey's like, sometimes I get in bad moods. Right. Sometimes Joey's sad. Yeah. <laughs> 
Yeah, he says, I'm in love with you. And she says, it's not a matter of if I'm falling in love with you. I am in love with you. Yeah, that is a strong statement. We've already talked about your feelings about it and how I agree with them. And then she says their love could reach new heights. Oh, I bet it could. Okay, Garden State soundtrack. (laughs) They will see us waving from such great heights. Calm down now. Have fun exploring the infinite abyss. That's what uh, Charity said before their fantasy suite together. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, Albert! Yeah? Good luck exploring the infinite abyss. Thank you. Hey! You too. Uh, all right, you want to get to the Dotton date? Uh, yeah, I mean, you've already mentioned this, but I do feel like we have to make note of the fact that she says after the next morning, a love with Joey feels eternal. First of all, what are we, vampires? Um, <laughs> and we she also vampires. says, the feelings that I have are feelings I've prayed for. Yeah, I know. These are like That's really strong. Thing. Well, I mean, this was a very prayer-focused episode. It was. So there was a it lot was. Of, of praying going on. Yeah. A lot I mean, of, we're even told A lot that, of eating, a lot of praying, a lot of loving. A lot of loving. Yeah, Julia Roberts should have popped in at any moment. I mean, at one point, we're literally told that Charity is praying right now. Yeah. So we're, we're watching it in real. Time. And God was like, hang on, I'm on the shower with Luke P. <laughs> I'll get back to you. Uh, so two stray observations. Okay. One is that the gentleman's shirt game was 100. Uh, I didn't like that shirt that Joey was wearing that looked like it was like cream colored terry cloth. It nah, was very, I liked it. Yeah. Uh, no. it was, even Aaron, it was very like 1982 tennis pro. I'll give him that. Sure. But I'm saying even Aaron had a great, like their tropical shirt game. Like I want well, all, I want all of these why shirts. Don't, why don't you tweet at Aaron? I like your fit. I will tweet at Aaron and ask him where he got his fit. Yeah. yeah. Where's that fit from? <laughs> Is it from fit for fit? The- <laughs> <laughs> I was wondering where that joke was going to go, and it didn't go very far. Yeah, it didn't really. You didn't stick the landing. She gets your one. fit at Fits R Us. <laughs> She's your fit at Planet uh, Fitness. So that was stray observation number one. Stray observation number two. Dotton and Charity got a much worse private island than Xavier and Charity. Did. Abercrombie and Fit. <laughs> Sorry, there it is. I, yeah. You just had to work on it a little bit. Yeah, little. yeah. We we brought it around to yeah. to a good conclusion. Yeah, I knew there was a better one yeah. than fit for fit. Fit for fit that makes no sense at all. Yeah, there is a better punchline. Um, they they got a much worse island. Like Xavier's had like trees and like charity. I, oh, I thought Dotton's was the best. No, it was just like a stretch of nothing. Yeah, no, I feel like there were probably some shells there. It looked awesome. They it could was to go just out to a, a sandbar. sandbar. That's super cool. No, I want trees and no stuff. No way. I'm no. all about a sandbar in the middle of the Fijian no, sea. Under the <laughs> got under the Fijian sun. I thought it looked just cool. Just blazing under. No, I want some trees. I want some shade. Nah, I like it. Okay. I, I like that it's it's a little bit of everything. 
the, the actually no, this, no, no, this, the, the, the the TV okay. show. Right, I was they, gonna say that. Yeah. <laughs> that's my complaint about the sandbars. It's a whole lot of nothing. <laughs> I looked pretty cool to be on those wave runners. I mean, that's cool. Yeah. And you're right. I know as a passionate sheller, correct. That might have been a good scene, but that other island might have been a good shelling scene too. You the don't one that know. Xavier was on. I was like, oh, that looks like there could be some shells there. Yeah, there could yeah. have been some. Plus, there were to trees show back up there. Yeah, plus there were some trees where you could rest and yeah. string a hammock get some get a little bit of shade <laughs> the, the dotton and charity one looks like if you came back six hours later they would be underwater yeah that's cool <laughs> that i like that no i want i want an island that i could get stranded on for years and well, sustain myself well <laughs> <laughs> go on the show then and i'll put and in my specific request. request yeah this is yeah. the kind of private island i like this is the kind of <laughs> private island i won't endure um, when Charity welcomes Dotton to Fiji, he says, it's freaking fire. <laughs> she says that I got, they... Can are, I tell a sad yeah. story? I got really embarrassed when I was hanging out with some young folk because uh, somebody said that something was fire. And I was like, oh, I don't. it's not that spicy. And they're like, this is not what that means. Oh, Thanks, that is, Jared. That is embarrassing. It was. Oh, man, I, I love that. Like, oh, yeah. I like your fit. Thanks <laughs> for telling us that story because I really liked it. Yeah. <sighs> that's a bad chick, man. It's a bad chick. What's that? And we didn't know what that is. That's a hot, that's what they say for a good looking oh, lady. Oh, yeah. Now. And we, neither of us knew what that meant. That you were, that you rolled up with, with a, a bad, bad chick. chick. Yeah, which also just so was just someone wasn't I true. happened to <laughs> randomly be walking in with. Yeah. It was not actually someone that I rolled yeah, up with. Yeah, yeah. Uh, kids these days. These kids, we don't understand them at all. Well, I've got news for you. Fiji is fire. Fiji is fire in every way. Slay. <laughs> you know what's fire this summer? What? Canada. You know what's fire? This weather. <laughs> Yeah, Canada is fire. Canada is fire. Alaska was fire. Yeah. Well, Canada's literal fire because there were so many wildfires. You know what's fire? Because the planet is burning. You in (laughs) wintertime. Making fires, yes. You love a fire. And a tree fell on my fence the other day. And it cost $100 for the man to cut it up and fix the fence. But I said, leave that wood. It's $100 worth of firewood. Of firewood. Easily just sitting you there. You can't afford not to have a tree fall I'm on pushing more trees down on my <laughs> <Yeah>. fence. <laughs> <laughs> Through brute strength. <laughs> uh, so back to Charity and Dot. Yeah. Uh, another stray observation. I thought Charity's hair looked great. Yeah, I did too. When it was all yeah. wild. And so did Don. Yeah. He was like, I'm loving it. I loved it. I thought he it said, looked terrific. We're vibing with each other. She's riding my waves. I'm riding her waves. Is that <laughs> what we call private parts now? Because I will use that. <laughs> the uh, She makes a comment about her hair matching their um Their moment, vibe. Their vibe. She's like, but we're I wild didn't. and free. Yeah. Yeah. What, young, wild, and free. Something like that. <laughs> um, so anyways, yeah, I uh, I enjoyed it quite a bit. I thought they looked great. They're a very good-looking couple together. Um, so what, then they go to their fantasy suite? Now yeah, I'm all confused. They, bone. they just, okay. yeah, they do. They have a dinner. I mean, yeah. it's basically just a big love fest, I feel like. Oh, yeah. they. She talks about how much she loved his family. 
And she tells him she's in love with him. And then the next morning she says uh, she couldn't have asked for a better night and that he continues to exceed her expectations. Exceed. We know what that means. That and she like couldn't say it without smiling. Yeah. <laughs> so that's a big dick. Here's the thing, okay. too, is if you've got two guys that you're saying you're in love, or just two people, we don't have to make it gendered, two people you say you're in love with and one you're in love with, but they're red flag city. And the other one is no red flags. Who's like, red flag well, Joe, city? Well, Joe, red flag city. Red flag city. But there's some that's there's mean. some red flags or some confusion. And then there's one guy that's like, nope, everything's great here. Like, don't you go with the everything's great here guy? You gotta go with your heart, though. I know, but your heart could be stupid and <laughs> lead you towards the guy well, that you that's have some really confi- the general girl. vibe of the show. Yes, there's I, this really smart choice, and yeah. then there's Joey. I mean, we saw. Didn't Michelle do that? Didn't she, she did, like take sure. the the smart choice and throw it away yeah. and make the ridiculous well, choice? Yeah, yeah, we've talked about this. I mean, usually the women go with the smart choice, uh-huh. and Charity does seem like a logical right. She seems like a smart girl. And I'm not even saying that Joey is a bad choice. All I'm saying is if you're like, mm, I don't know what to do. Here's, like, here's Don't you go I with think. the no red flags guy? Well, first of all, I don't think Joey has red flags. I think he's just a little different. I mm-hmm. think he's like... A little rough around the edges. He's not rough around the edges. He's not Gabby. <laughs> um, he's... I think he's the quieter choice. Like, he's not... Uh, he's not as imposing physically. Like, Dotton is so tall, and he's Nigerian. You know, like, I feel like everything about Dotton is kind of, I don't want to say loud, but yeah, a little bit loud. I feel like Joey is a little unassuming, and Dotton has a real, like, striking presence. Sure, yeah. And, I mean, I could just see, you know what this reminds me of, actually, is... Okay way back with the very first Bachelorette, nobody thought Trista was going to choose Ryan, even though he was a member of that Ryan's Only Club. Well, it's a great... That's why she thought, people thought that she wasn't going to choose him, because it's too exclusive. <laughs> yeah. And she can't hang with the she, Ryan lifestyle. Yeah. Um, but because he like wrote her poetry that was terrible, I will say. Um, but he was... Like, he was quieter and shy. He was also really cute. But I think Joey's cute. And I feel like the other guy was more of like, pick me. Like, it's a Gaston type, even though he's not. Like, Gaston, but not evil. But Dodden's not a Gaston type at all. I don't think think. he's a Gaston type. But I think that, to me, the fact that he is, like, the clearer choice makes me look at Joey a little more to be like oh like you've kind of become the underdog and oh I see I just like I love an underdog too but like don't you pick the obvious choice like Joey is the riskier choice he is the riskier choice by far and I think the only reason why she would pick him is if like something in her heart is like Everything logically is telling me to pick Dotton, uh-huh. but something is telling me it's Joey. And that thing is Hawaii. Well, sure, there's that. But no, he actually lives in what, Collegeville? He that's doesn't, though. Gonna, he no, lives in Hawaii, but his living. his nutty family is all the way in sure. Pennsylvania. Those so. knuckleheads. Oh, Uncle Joe. Uh, I don't know. I'll, I This whole time I have thought that it was Dotton, and I still do. Um, I'm just we'll saying it's... If I don't even, I guess she has a genuine conflict because she's saying she's in love with both of them. But if Charity were your friend 
and came to you and were like, mm-hmm. I've got one yeah, guy. Yeah, no, of course. You would be like, it's Dotton. Yeah, who's like just great and I can't think of a single thing wrong with him. And then there's Joey who I really love, but I don't know if I quite know him or I not. mean, I'll just say this. I feel like to me when she talks about Dotton, it's like nothing has gone wrong. Uh-huh. He checks all my boxes. Like every time we were together, it's all free sailing. But she doesn't say this feels like an eternal love. She like doesn't. those are big yeah, words. Yeah, those are big words. I feel like yeah. she seems more like in her feelings when she's with Joey. Right. I I don't know. I mean, again, I think it's. Gonna I don't be know either. 100%. I feel like this is like one of the like most. Um, most torn I've felt leading up to a finale in a long time. God, Natalie and Brulia. Yeah. <sighs> Nothing's nothing. right. I'm torn. You're torn. I, yeah. <laughs> and I, th- I don't think she can go wrong. I'm not saying Joey's a bad choice. I'm just saying if Charity were my friend and she came to me and were like, here are two guys that I can't decide between, I'd be like, it's Dotton. Pick Dotton. I would say follow your heart. No, I would say pick Dotton. Yeah.
is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.